Listen, don't ever take yourself so seriously. Jobs that you hate and unnecessary stress will never be important enough to trump what truly drives you. Creation is your passion. This is The Entrepreneur Now. Yo, 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 everybody. You're back. I'm back. Fist pump. Do a little boogie woogie. Do a little jive. Every day is a bonus round. I hope you are smiling. I hope you are enjoying something oh so beautiful. I can't explain to you how much I love the world. I love everything around us. There is so much good in everything. So much good energy. You just have to look for it. You have to accept it. You have to be part of it. Remember that. Every day is a bonus round. Slow down. Enjoy something beautiful. We become what we think about, right? So think about something awesome. Think about fist pumps. Think about smiles. Think about running around outside with your pants down. Whatever makes you happy. Committed Eats Impossible for breakfast, as the great Honoré Quarter would say. Check her episode out. It is awesome. And my guest today is brilliant, as usual. But Georg Holtzman is connecting from Austria, our first guest from Austria. He's amazing. He's actually from the hometown of Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of the greatest beings ever to walk this earth. So you got to know Georg's got some serious ballerness to himself uh, just for that. But he's brilliant. He's created the system that I use to process my podcast. If you're ever interested in doing podcasting, it's not as hard as you may think. Hit me up at createdartsynow.com or on Twitter at HB underscore Armstrong or just connect to me through the website at artsynow.com. I'd be happy to answer any questions you have, but also consider checking out Alphonic. That's alphonic.com. It is incredible. Literally, it processes, boosts, normalizes, does all these amazing things to your podcast and even distributes them for you. Uh, so if you want any questions on how to use it or anything else, Hit me up. If you just want to send me a selfie, I'm good with that too. Hit me up as well. <laughs> but you might get one back and it might be semi-disturbing. Whoever you are, wherever you may be, whatever you may be creating, it is time to dive right into this interview. If any of you are interested in creating your first art website, um, I put together a 15-part video tutorial because I talked to so many people on Skype and kind of showed them how I set up artsynow.com. No experience needed, no coding needed, no knowledge at all. You can do this if you go through these videos. It'll only take you a couple hours, and you can have a site up modeled just like mine in a matter of no time. So you can go to artsynow.com forward slash website to get more information on that totally free. And again, thank you all for listening so, so, so much. If you have any more requests in the future, wiggity, 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 don't you wait and hit me up. Hit me up right now. I'm pumped to help. I'm going to get right into this interview, and here we go. Come on, everybody, let me hear that beat. Come on, come on, everybody, let me hear that stickity, stickity, riggity, diggity beat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, here we go now. Who wants to get a little bit funky out there? Who wants to get a little creative out there, huh? Yeah. Which one of you wants to get a little bit artsy now? Well, get on with your bad selves, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you better put up your silly little hands together and thank my guest today because he's the reason my podcast episodes sound like pure sexual chocolate every single day. My very first guest all the way from Austria, he's the man, the myth, and the legend behind Alphonic.com. He's developing audio algorithms to automate audio post-production like a biggity, biggity, biggity boss. He's done presentations and workshops all over the world, and he's here to explain the power behind audio and how it can and will continue to change the world. A skidamarinkity-dinkity-dink, a skidamarinkity-doo-hoo, Georg Holtzman, yoo-hoo. Are the wiggity 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 wackity archipreneur now? What is going on, man? Yeah, hello, hello. Here's Georg. Thanks for the introduction and for the invitation. <laughs> and I won't be able to make such a funny introduction. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, man. That's what I'm here for, right? That's my one contributing factor to bring in on all these amazing guests. <laughs> yeah, funny. So, so yeah, man, I, I'm really pumped that you're on, that you can connect. Like I said, I've been, since I discovered Alphonic, literally my friend, uh, Steve P. Young, he does the uh, mobile app chat podcast, which is now called App Masters, I believe. I asked him what he was doing and he literally told me about this and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to save me so much time. And I went from working on shows and editing and boosting and all that stuff and distributing separately, probably a good five days a week to now I literally only have to do this stuff once every two weeks. Right. And it takes me about four hours. That is the amount of time that, that your program has saved me. And I know it's done that for so many other people as well. Like it's brilliant. And I am really pumped to dive into how this kind of came into fruition. Like as far as where you got the idea, if you were really big into podcasts or podcasting and you saw the need there and that's why you wanted to create it and all of that good stuff. But first, man, if you want to start by talking about you, like I know you have kind of an extensive background with audio and you've you've been involved with so many different things. Um, I kind of like to know your story a little bit and how you got to where you are today, if you don't mind. Yes, yeah, sure. So, um, I grew up, as you already said, in, in Austria and I was already as a child, I was a lot into of course, playing music and recording music. So um, my father had the computer already quite early. So we always tried to record some music when we were playing. And yeah, this developed over my childhood. So I was always into audio engineering. And so I also took, um, it is an interesting study here where I came from, which is called audio engineering, obviously. And I took this study and it was quite good actually and also some um, info computer science studies and yeah I was always a lot into music and technology so I built some custom instruments I played or 
did program some audio software. I was active a lot in the open source scene and in, in, in various kinds of audio software programs. And yeah, then I started a PhD at the university in Berlin in the, in the domain of machine learning and music. So this was about, um, it is called music information retrieval and it is about you want to to see what's going on inside of signals. So basically you build some systems which try to identify if there is a speaker or if there's music or if there is a specific instrument or something like this. So you, you somehow want to understand what's going on in, in all the signals, which human can do very easily, but for machines it's not so easy. And yeah, after all that, um, it somehow, I worked at a smaller company here in Austria and I got a little bit into all these startup things, how you can make your own company and so on. And then I thought, well, I should do it myself and I built all this audio processing, which is a phonic. I will explain afterwards how this, uh, what it is actually, or how this can be done. And yeah, now I'm here working at Aphonic. <laughs> That's awesome. What kind of music were you listening to when you first started out and you were kind of screwing around with recording? Well, uh, we had lots of bands, of course. So we were playing a lot of all kinds of music. So it's jazz music, rock or more experimental. So afterwards, I did a lot of electronic music, more experimental electronic music. So always various kind of genres so I was not so fixed on, on one yeah, and well, at the beginning I was more of a piano and keyboard player and then I also did a lot of live electronic and playing with computers and crazy devices yeah that's cool yeah. I'm really into music too and it, it really is the driving force behind everything I do I mean I love it but I never got into doing any developing when I was younger and I had a previous guest on when this show first started back last June and his name was Booty Volked and he, he actually runs um, a, a label up there in Holland. And okay. yeah, man, he, he, Duct Ape was one of the bands and they're kind of in the electronic scene that he's kind of nursed into what they are today. And they've picked up a huge tracking, but he, the label's called heroic. And like I, I, when I, when I talk to people who actually go from, like you said, um, you, you realize that there's kind of all this whole startup thing out there. So why should you not just do it yourself? He was the same way, you know, he was really into music and there's different kind of labels out there. So why should he not just do it himself? And when you take that step forward to do it yourself, you really see the possibilities once they start open up. So obviously you've, you've hit a, a, a success threshold with, with Alphonic because it's incredible. And so do you want to talk about how, how the idea came about for that and yes you and, so and if, as a, as a, just yeah. real quick if if you um when you first thought about it if you thought that it was gonna if you knew like in your head that it would be really successful or if you really just had no idea and and all of that good stuff well i had no idea <laughs> <laughs> so how did it start yeah i was um actually i was a big or I still am a, a big podcast listener so and I was listening to many shows here and got to know some some podcasters 
and was talking with them. And yeah, there were always some kind of problems. And as uh, well, let's start with the first one. So basically back then there was a big problem how to automatically encode multiple file formats. This is of course very easy to do. You just can write a script which does it, but it was not no real good solution for that. And then there were also the problems that the audio levels are always different. So if a podcaster is recording something and um, he is not a audio engineer or he doesn't have a lot of time, then of course all the podcasts have different loudness. It depends on the microphone position or if there are multiple speakers, then each speaker has a different loudness. And if you don't do it consistent or in a consistent way, then this is of course hard to listen to if you are in a train or in a subway because it's very loud outside and it must be somehow balanced so that you can listen to it everywhere. And at the same time, the same problem appeared in lecture recordings at the university here. So basically they have of course the same problem because they, they have a lot of content. So uh, many lectures are recorded at the university and there you just have a random professor which is speaking to the audience and of course nobody has the time to manually uh, edit all the audio recordings so this must be automated somehow and yeah then this project started as some small scripts here at the university so that they could automate all the, uh, their audio processing and I was basically since since the beginning I was speaking with a with a German podcaster, with a um, very famous one, so one of the bigger ones. And he always had these ideas what to do and, and what should be done and how to level the audio and what else must be done regarding to metadata, to add the correct metadata to the, to the productions and everything. And yeah, so there were multiple small puzzles which were put together and built the system. So the system was growing slowly from some small scripts to, to an online service actually. That's where I already uh, started to build this online service and already were thinking about making a company out of it. So therefore we first built this online service, which, which is of course still the main part of, of Phonic. So there you can just upload an, an audio recording and in the background, then all the audio algorithms will apply and you can then generate multiple output files and the correct metadata and export it to multiple locations like YouTube, SoundCloud, blah, 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 or in, and your own servers. So basically, it is just a tool to automate all this workflow. So you make presets and you, you, you say there what should be done. And then if you have a new recording, you just put it in and everything will be done automatically so you don't have to check everything and and yeah therefore it's of course much it's of course much faster therefore because you don't have to do all manually and um, yeah where are we now I mean we are constantly developing more algorithms so we are, we are doing also some, not only the level management, so we are also doing some filtering and some noise reduction and then there are new loudness standards in various countries. So 
there is a lot, a lot of technical things which are going on inside there, which is maybe, don't know if it's so interesting for your listeners. <laughs> yo, 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 how many books have you read this week? How many have you read this year? I used to be face down, pants down. I didn't do a lot of reading ever. Maybe once a week, maybe once a month. I would get around to reading a couple pages. It would amount to maybe one book a year. Pretty embarrassing. Now I'm up to 40 already this year, and I'm not kidding you, and I do it with audiobooks. I use Audible. Four or five hours can knock out an entire book. If you drive anywhere, if you have a commute to work, seriously, check it out. You can get a free month plus one free audiobook if you go to artsynow.com forward slash book. So chickity, 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 check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Get back in with Georg here. So if you're out there like... A lot of people want to start a podcast. They think it's so difficult. They don't. They feel like they don't have the editing skills. They don't know how to use these programs. Literally, what what he has created is is a system that that makes it painless for you. You can you can upload your file right, and it'll process. It'll normalize. It'll do loudness reduction. It, it'll do. I mean, it's it's. I think you have four different algorithms on there. You can run on it right now. Hum reduction, maybe. I can't remember all four of them, uh, but. Then it, it will distribute it like he was talking about to your social media platforms. You can set presets so it'll tag your your file with your artwork and your keywords that are necessary and where it needs to go. And it works flawlessly with implementing to Lipsyn or or SoundCloud or any of those services. And you're you're constantly adding more and more that you can do with it, right? Which is incredible. And it, it if you if you want to start a podcast, this is the way to do it. If you're going to do it yourself, 100. It makes the episodes sound great. If you listen to this show, all of that comes straight through Alphonics. So I, I can't say thank you enough for making that, man. It's it's crazy to me how you just summed it up like like it was that easy. But in my head, I'm like, man, that must have been like a work of brilliance, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Well, if it's done, it's not so it doesn't sound so so difficult anymore, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now and that brings up a good point because you have to start somewhere, right? And like when you when you started, you obviously said that you didn't think it, you know, you didn't have a lot of faith that it would be that successful. But you took it step by step, and then you saw a need for it, and you talked to this big German podcaster, and he kind of laid out, you know, the whole podcasting side of things and how it could work well with that. What is what has it been like to see from when you first got those first scripts going to now to see like the the amount of volume like drastically increase over time? How does that made you feel? <laughs> well, um, when when the volume increases the first time, you you don't feel very good because you're thinking about your servers. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, if you when you scale it correctly and implement everything so that it works also for a lot of data, then it's of course great. Yeah. So when you're scaling it correctly and and this is important because if you set something up and you're not ready for it to explode you better be careful with how many people you're letting in to use it right but you're talking about setting it up so that it can hold enough data it can do everything that you need it to do in case you do get a spike in the audience which i'm sure on occasion do you i don't know if it gets mentioned somewhere like on media and then all of a sudden you get a huge spike of new users or anything like that yeah too so if if some 
it's it's always like this. So if if some guy from a region where you where you are not very mm, well known already yeah. um, mentions you, then of course a lot of people are coming at the same time. So it goes from one point to the other. Yeah. But actually, that's not a big problem for for our service because uh, what is problematic for our service is if someone or if many people try to process a lot of files at the same time because this is of course much more expensive in terms of computer power yeah. uh, so there we have of course some some queues which if there's really if there is really a lot going on then you have to wait until all the files are processed and and everything so you you cannot scale on a indefinite basis so you you have only a restricted amount of of, yeah, of computer so hardware available. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So if it's a very if it's a very fast uh, increase of audio files, it is difficult. But usually, it's not it's not that fast. So you see it growing slowly. So you can scale the hardware accordingly. I wonder if there's a way. I mean, obviously, from a customer standpoint, you wouldn't really want to do it. Like I'm guilty of actually batch tasking. Right. I'll. I'll do like <laughs> six or seven episodes at a time and let it sit there and let them let them do their yeah. thing. Uh, but now I'm thinking about it like if there are a lot more people doing that at the same time, yeah, that's a lot of resources that it's running through. So yeah, like, but usually it's no problem. So if it's only six files, I mean, it's it's a bigger problem if someone or if many people are processing thousands of files at one moment. Geez, so that's crazy. What kind of, so what kind of files do you see come through these? Are people using these? I mean, I guess from my perspective, I'm only thinking from a podcast standpoint, but obviously it's being used in so many different ways. Um, what kind of, like, who's an example of somebody who would be processing like a thousand files at once? Yeah, some, some radio stations, for example, because um, here in Europe and also in, in the US, there are since a few years or since two years, there are new loudness standards. A loud material must be in television, for example, or also in radio. Yeah. Because before this was not um, regulated, it was just as anybody wanted to use it. And therefore, there are, there are lots of stations which must normalize all their, their database. So, so, for example, they have lots of music tracks and have to normalize them to a specific loudness target. Then, of course, they have this big archive, which they have to, to, to normalize at once. And if someone is using our service, you can you can automate all this. So you can just build a script which is doing this. So they will so uh, we will take it from their server and process it and then put it back on their server. And of course, this can be thousands of files. Yeah. And this is an example of this use case. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 right on. I was just wondering because like it's crazy to think about what you would need that for. And that makes complete sense to me for sure. So what, what kind of, what kind of volume are you getting now? I mean, like, is it like, it blows my mind. You talk about like a thousand files. I'm like, well, if somebody ran that through one of my programs, I'd be ecstatic. Um, <laughs> but like really what, what you're offering with this service, you're pricing it so cheap. I, I think people like not trying to say, Hey, you need to raise the price. Cause obviously that would cost a lot more money for people, but man, like it, it just seems like it's worth so much more than what we actually have to pay for it. It's, it's such an incredible uh, service. Like it, it's such a time saver. Um, what kind of, people, yeah, thank you. Yeah. What kind of people do you net? Like, do you notice 
are using this the most? Do you think it is the radio stations? No, not at all. So, and like, where are they at? Like, do you have like a bigger demographic somewhere around the world? Yeah. So, as as I, I, I said at the beginning, so we started in the podcasting scene, especially here in Germany and Austria. Yeah. And we did a lot with with all the small hobby podcasters, which of course cannot afford such expensive expensive services. And at the beginning, our service was free for one and a half year or two years, or I don't I think two years, yeah, nearly two years. So um, we always said at the beginning that we will introduce a freemium model at some point, and we introduced it last June, so since one year now. Yeah. And at the beginning, it was free, and we of course got really a lot and great feedback from all these small podcasters, which really, uh, without them, it, it wouldn't be similar. So it would be completely different and not near as good as it is now. So we, of course, wanted to make it somehow possible that they can also afford this service. So therefore, we, we have the streaming model. So basically, if you have only two hours per month, you can use it for free as before. And everything you need more, you, you have to buy. And yeah, so it's, it's of course difficult if you have these small hobby podcasters and on the other side, big companies for, for which it is of course much too cheap. So you have to make somehow a compromise between these two worlds so that both are, both can use it. <laughs> because, because the silly thing is if there is a big company and it is so cheap, they won't look into it because it's too cheap. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. That is crazy to think about it, how that is. I mean, so do you actually have different versions of this set out in different languages, depending on the countries, obviously? Mm, no, not really. It's only English and German. And because... So those are the main the main thresholds? Yeah. These are the main user groups already uh, also. But it would be, of course, great to, to have other languages too, but it's just too much work for us at the moment. So if you, if you don't understand it yourself, then you always have to ask someone else, ah, can you translate it? And, you know, <laughs> it's difficult. I've always wondered, I mean, with some of these big programs out there, if if, if they're actually translated throughout countries. But I, I do know the majority of, well, I don't want to say majority, but quite a bit of people will actually learn English around the world. Uh, yeah. As, as opposed to over here, like, you know, they raise you in, and you're stuck with the one language your whole life. And then, as you know, like 55% of people here in the United States speak Spanish now. And they say mm -hmm. here in the next 10 years, that could be the dominant language. Um, but growing up somewhere else where you actually get to learn multiple languages required, it just seems like such a better idea. And I, I've always wondered about the programs, if that's, if that's the way they go after it or not. But um, So it's only been a couple of years since you've had this, this role in now and – it seems to be taken on pretty well. I mean, what do you think your long-term plan is with this thing? What are you going to turn it into? Or do you have anything else that you're working on on the side that is awesome as well? <laughs> well, um, yeah, we've, we've of course uh, still a lot of plans with, with Aphonic. So we're working on many new algorithms and new products as well. So there's a, there are also desktop version of our systems. And yeah, right. I can. I think I can say it now. But there will be many new things, of course, coming. Now, do you think mm. your desktop version, like say for the Mac, 
the last time I tried to use that, you didn't actually have the, I think you could do the algorithms, but I don't think you could distribute through it. Is that correctly? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you working on working? building that into it? Well, not at the moment, but we will for sure do it at some point in time. Cool. Uh, at the moment, we are we are working on the the multi-track desktop app. So, I don't know if if you know it already. So, we have also introduced a multi-track version of our algorithms already at the online system. This means if you record a podcast like we are doing it now, uh, usually you have two tracks. In this case, now, so my track over Skype and your track on your local computer. Mm -hmm. And in the multi-track version, you can use, you can upload both of these files to our service. Then we have both tracks in separate files so we can analyze it much better and do much more cross-gating and remove the noise in individual tracks and everything. So overall, the, the processing gets gets much better, especially if you are recording in, in the same room with multiple microphones, then you always have crosstalk from one speaker into multiple microphones, which gives some echo effects. And if you have all the tracks, you can uh, remove all these echo effects and, and the reverberant effects so that the file sounds much more cleaner. And um, we, we are, at the moment, we are working on a separate app for these multi-track algorithms, so a desktop app. And yeah, of course, lots of speed improvements will be released in the next week for the desktop, desktop app. So, you know, there are many things to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's never ending. And I'm sure that everybody that you talk to pins a new idea, which I think it's good that you really focus though. I mean, focusing is a huge, huge part of the battle and you can't Branch yeah, I have, a, I have a very long list. <laughs> I know, wishes. me too. I've got like six billion things written all over my walls and lists and everything like that. No, I'm not here to give you another ad, although that does help contribute to the podcast. I'm not going to lie, and free audiobooks are awesome. But I wanted to let you all know, if, if you're one of those people that have emailed me asking how to put up your first art website, how to put up your first creative blog. You like the, the look of my site, but you think you have no idea how to do it. Uh, just seriously, just go to artsynow.com forward slash website. I made a 15 part video course just for you for free. So check that out. Artsynow.com forward slash website. When you go back to it, I mean, you're obviously concentrating in an area that matters to a lot of people around the world. So it's, it's, it's taking hold in the multi-track thing. That's pretty cool because, you know, I'm taking a file and splitting it and then I am, you know, adding my intros, outros music because it, on your program, it's awesome. Cause it lets you put your intros and outros and it'll stitch it on. But for my show, it's kind of like I have to do it manually cause they're blended. You know, they kind of cross skate each other. Yeah. Um, but if I was able to put the two different audio tracks into the multi-track um, and I guess I don't know how I would do it with the intro and outro on that though, as far as I guess I would just, yeah, I know how to do it. So I would just submit them separately, put the intro and outro on both sides, I guess. Cause otherwise I'd exactly. have to that's, yeah. that's one possibility or we also have such a ducking feature. So for example, that it, fades out automatically when you when you are speaking so there are multiple options oh that's cool yeah mm -hmm. 
well, I'm gonna have to mess around with that. I I know there's a, another. Uh, I tested out another service the other day, and I'm sure that they're kind of early in their beta. Not not to replace Authonic, but it was uh, a recorder that would actually record from your guest side and your side, like the highest quality track. It was called Pod Clear. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've heard of it. Um, no. But the only problem with their the quality was awesome, but the only problem with it was they they required you to have your guest install the software to record every time. And obviously that's a you know, nobody's gonna want to do that. It's like, hey, by the way, can you install this program before we do the podcast? <laughs> okay, and then they will record it on yeah, the computer so of the guest. It records from both ends like the highest quality, and then it actually processes them and sends them back to the person who um, is hosting the podcast. And the quality is awesome. I'm not going to lie, but I think yeah, I think they're great. still kind of like very new into the. I don't know how long they've been testing it out. It's still in beta, so yeah, that's a great idea. So this should be combined with our algorithms. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. It's called PodClear. Yeah, just now, look at the page. Yeah. If it was combined with your algorithm, it would make it so much easier on everybody too. Mm. If I could figure out a way to have them, you know, I would use that service and then have it automatically transfer back to Alphonic, that would be the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> so. Yeah, technically it's quite easy, so it should be do ever. Yeah, cool, man. Well, hey, if you had to battle Godzilla, Georg, how do you think you would use your creativity or your audio talents to defeat that big crazy bastard? To what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> to battle Godzilla? If you had to battle or fight Godzilla, how would you use okay. your uh, your creative talents to defeat him? Well, I would play a very loud and very high tone, which would smash. <laughs> The brain, I think, <laughs> of Godzilla. The power of audio is huge, right? <laughs> <laughs> of yeah, course. Cool. So I, I really appreciate you coming on today, man. It's been a blast. Like I, I can't, like I've said several times, I, I just really wanted to say thank you for creating this because it has personally saved me so much time. I've gotten such a gigantic piece of my life back that I was like caved into a dungeon <laughs> forever trying to get all this stuff out because doing a podcast is a lot of work, you know, and, and it's things like this that are amazing that, that make, that make everything so much easier. And they allow us to focus on the things that we love. Um, give me some good, give me some good, uh, German music, man. I want to, I want to check out some good German bands. Do you have any off the top of your head? I can check into some good German bands. I can, I can give you a link to an Austrian band. So that'd be awesome too. Um, it's called König Leopold. Mm-hmm. And well, should I send you the, a link? Or? Yeah, just, you can send it through Skype, or and I'll, actually, I'm going to post it in the show notes as well. So you just send yeah, it to it, me. Yeah, there is a nice it. YouTube video, which which is recorded in a funny dialect. So we in Austria we don't speak the usual German. It's a little bit of a hard dialect, mm-hmm. and it basically sounds like as you were telling me before it sounds a little bit like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> because he's also from here and this is a small band from here uh, which produced some some crazy video in the in the forest and we're singing about a real guy here in in Austria and he, he was a uh, what is the english word butcher 
Yeah. Yeah. Butcher. So, so, like, butcher, so yeah. like butcher. And butcher, butcher yeah. Butcher. Yeah. And so actually this guy did really exist. And they were saying a lot of strange things about him. And actually then he wanted them to to remove the video from the internet, which is of course always a bad idea. <laughs> And therefore it spread over the whole country it was and was in all major news shows and everything and interviews with them and all and this butcher. So it got really big here because of this idea that someone can remove it from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a funny song. Cool. Well, I'll definitely well, check that out as soon as I get off here and I'll put that in the show notes at artsynow.com. You can all check that out. So Yeah, I sent you the link by Skype. Yeah, I got yeah, it already. I, it already. I, was I was accidentally opened it on accident and it started playing, but I don't think it recorded through the episode. So the wrong <laughs> channel. <laughs> but cool, man. I, I appreciate it. I hope that the rest of your evening is fantastic, that you can get out there and do some fist pumping and continue to create these awesome services. And anybody out there listening, uh, if you want to if you want to start a podcast, this, this man is making it easier than ever to do. It's incredible. Check it out at alphonic.com. And again, do something that you love, right? Get out there, create, smile. You woke up today, you're breathing. That is enough to, to be happy and to be able to follow your passion in life and to really concentrate and focus on why we're here and, and, and really live through creativity. If you want to become an audio engineer and you're still young, do it, you know, follow it, learn, learn some traits, go work around people that know what they're doing, learn from them and, and develop your own skills. And you'll be able to, to put it towards something amazing in the future, uh, like Georg has done. And if you want to run around outside with your pants down, you can do that too. You know, it's up to you. So everybody <laughs> out there, you know, break the rules, but first break the rulers and Georg, thank you so much for being the archipreneur now. Yeah, thanks for your support and feedback. It's always very important for us. <laughs> You're welcome, man. And and again, always remember to keep it funky. Yes! That wraps it up with Georg Holtzman. He is a baller. The dude is brilliant. Alphonic is brilliant. Check it out at alphonic.com. If you like the show, if you have any suggestions, if you want to be on the show, if you know anybody who should be on the show, hit me up artsynow.com or create at artsynow.com via the email. Until next time, do something crazy, run around with your pants down, and kiss your mother. I love you, Mom. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Archapreneur Now. For all the show notes, it's artsynow.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, email me at create at artsynow.com or on Twitter at HB underscore Armstrong. The music? Well, that's shaky feeling. Check them out. Ventura, California. Ta-ta! Keep it funky.